Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews? are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Patty Davis is the daughter of Nancy and Ronald Reagan, the author of many books, both fiction and nonfiction, including Floating in the Deep End and The Long Goodbye. She's a frequent contributor to the New York Times and now author of a brand new book, Dear Mom and Dad, a letter about family, memory, and the America we once knew it is really a privilege for me to have you here i love your book on so many levels it's beautifully written it's an insight into you it's an insight into your parents and frankly it's an insight into all of us because families are complicated i want to begin by reading from page 128 quote someone advised me that removing the male plants too early could be a problem not just because you'd have no (laughs) seeds at all but because the female plant wants so badly to be pollinated that it will turn hermaphrodite and pollinate itself. I've never independently verified this, and it's possible that the person giving me this tip was completely stoned, so I don't know if it's true, but it's a colorful detail. 
When I moved into my little cabin, I didn't have room to grow all the crops I'd been raising, but I cleared a space on the side of the mountain for my pot plants. I am a gardener. Maybe that's the reason I was taken with it. Maybe there are other reasons I was taken with it. I don't know. But you got to tell the story. So you're in the cabin, you're growing your own weed, and your parents now come for dinner. What happened? Well, before that, this was totally not the passage I thought you were going to read. I'm like, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, uh, well, it just there. Well, there were two installments there. <clears throat> First, my mother came. We were in one of our rapprochements, and and she came uh, into Topanga Canyon to see me. And you couldn't even see my little cabin from the from the road. You know, it's like down this long wooden stairway and on the side of a mountain and there was no heat. There was just a fire, you know, fireplace for heat and stuff. Anyway. So it was October, which is harvest time for pot plants and you hang them upside down. So I had in this little pantry area, I had all these cup hooks and I had my plants hanging down there. So I, I carried them to my next door neighbors and I said, can you babysit my pot plants? My mother's coming for lunch. And so, and keep them upside down. So I took them over there. My mother comes, she's looking around my little place, which took five minutes because it was so little. And, and she went, what are those hooks up there? And I said, well, the people who rented the place before me were very tall and they put their coffee cups up there. So they just like reaching up <laughs> their coffee cups. It's all I could think of, right? So then got to a little bit, sometime at months after that it was no longer harvest time i think i had new plants growing and my parents came for dinner and i wasn't worried about them seeing the plants because it was dark when they came i was worried about them falling down <laughs> the stair wooden stairway because i only had one like gas light thing there i told my father to bring a flashlight and and anyway so he so they came and they're sitting in my sitting in my living room and my father said, you know, this was in between the, the presidential, you know, presidential um, efforts. It was before 1980. Um, And he said, you know, in Topanga, I still get informed about a lot of things. And in Topanga, they're going to start uh, bringing, a lot of people are growing marijuana here and they're going to start bringing helicopters over and looking for, for uh, marijuana plants. I wasn't worried about mine because the way my hillside was, I had been assured by a friend of mine who had been in Vietnam as a helicopter pilot that they couldn't really see from my, <laughs> but I was, I started calling the next day. I started calling all the other people in the Canyon who I knew grew pot and told them that my father said the helicopters are coming and they all took what nobody got busted. And, you know, one of the guys then ended up saying to me, you know, man, that was so helpful. Could you thank your father for warning? <laughs> can I say, as I read that part of your book, by the way, I don't know if you can see my copy, but it's all thumb-tabbed and marked up and oh, notated. Oh, I love that. That's like so an author's I, dream. I couldn't help but wonder, do you think he really did know? Is it possible that he thought like, hey, my daughter Patty, she's the rebel. Maybe she's growing weed. Maybe I should tell this to her. No, I really don't think he he knew. I mean, he probably assumed that I got stoned, but for him to make that leap to, oh, and she's probably industrious enough 
that she could really grow these plants. <laughs> no, I don't think that. Patty, when, when my when my dad was older and unfortunately end of life, he became he became very anxious, very, very anxious. And it was kind of mm-hmm. sad because he, he lost a lot of confidence. And I had conversations with him and I said to him, Dad, I think weed would help you. He never smoked mm-hmm. weed. I never gave him any gummies. But but my father, who was much like your dad in being sort of, you know, textbook conservative, like my dad was yeah. open at least to the dialogue. And I think about your dad as being so one with nature. Like it's not far fetched for me to sit here today and think that Ronald Reagan among us in 2024 might smoke weed. Um, I don't know. You know, he was a pretty stubborn person and he got ideas. Well, first of all, actually, I think one aspect why he wouldn't was that his father was an alcoholic. So he would have viewed anything that could possibly be addictive in any way. Um, I mean, he had a cocktail once in a while, a glass of wine once in a while, but anything outside of that, I, I don't think he would have for that reason. But also I think he had in his head, you know, those were the years that, that people were saying, well, you know, grass leads to heroin or something. It's a, what yeah. was it? A gateway yeah. drug. Gateway <laughs> drug. And, and by the way, by the way, your mom just say no to drugs. Yeah. Well, she meant well. I mean, it, it, listen, as a former drug addict, no was not in my vocabulary. You know, if right. someone had said to me, say no, I would have gone, I'm sorry, just say what? <laughs> Wouldn't have registered. But she meant well. Patty Davis is the author. It's called Dear Mom and Dad. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. So I... I revered your father in the 80s, so much so that, you know, you took your last name from your mother. One of our sons has a middle name truly based on your father, Wilson. I I wasn't going to go with Ronald, but I did go with Wilson. And I still hold your dad on a pedestal. I came of age politically with a different set of political views than Patty Davis. I was I was nervous reading the book that I would think less of him that there were going to be insights in the book that would cause me to question his authenticity, maybe because I had your autobiography on the brain, but there was none of that. There was none of that in the book, (laughs) but there was none of that in the book and particularly on matters of faith. There are a couple of things that you say in the book. You saw white light around him after the shooting. He spoke to you and told a story about being in Britain and have uh, to make a movie, I guess. And one night, you know, he was rustled awake and he felt he felt hands on his shoulder. And there's a beautiful story about you ask him, did you turn around? I don't want to give it all away. He has an answer for that. Nancy D, your horse dies. And and he like looks up to the heaven. Everybody's crying. And yet he's he's not smiling, but he's appreciative. And when you ask him, he says, I'm thinking about all the great years that I had with her. I mean, he was the real deal on an authenticity basis, especially on faith. Is that fair? That is very fair. Um, This is this book is a lot about faith and a lot about the faith that that he instilled in me and that literally saved my life. I write in here about being 19 years old, strung out on drugs, um, not not grass. I was strung out on amphetamines for a very long time in my life and um, sitting in a bathroom um, at Northwestern University with a razor blade at my wrist. And I just didn't want to go on. And I heard in my heart and in my head, my father telling me, that God put everyone here for a reason. And I thought, this could not be it. I mean, God could not be planning this for me. And it literally saved my life. And that idea has trailed me and tugged at me throughout my life. Not that I always listened to it, but it ultimately was what led me to write this book and to to work on these 
challenges with my family, to work on seeing my family differently after putting so much messiness out in the world, because I'm a writer and writers just put everything out there, you know, um, regretfully sometimes. But, you know, it, it kept propelling me down this road to, to look at my family differently, to think about it differently, to come to a place of compassion and understanding and forgiveness and all of that, you know, that was, that was my father's lessons in faith. And my father, you know, when I was a child, he would say to me, you know, you can talk to God about anything. You don't have to clean yourself up to go to God. God can handle your mess. That, that was the kind of um, conversation. Okay. So where are you, where are you, where are you today? Where are you personally today on matters of faith? My faith is is an anchor in my life. I mean, I, I can't say that I am a prescribed religion. I would say that my faith is sort of an amalgam of maybe Eastern and Western, you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I wrote in here, I used to have a recurring dream about meeting Jesus on the beach and sitting down and talking to him when I was a little girl. So he's still a figure in my, in my faith, but... Um, you know, I do believe that we've lived before and there is a thing called karma and we will live again. Um, so well, like I, I, said, I loved my, my faith is kind of in I loved at different points in the book. By the way, this is Patty Davis and the book is called Dear Mom and Dad. It's a letter to her parents, Nancy and Ronald Reagan. Um, oh, there's so many things in the book that I wanted to comment on. But how about this? Inauguration night. You're sleeping in the Lincoln bedroom. And you hear the pitter patter of feet and it is President Reagan having just been inaugurated who comes into the room, has a conversation with you. The gist of it is to say, I know this is hard for you. You know, and I know this asks a lot of you that you're my daughter and I'm now the president. But he tells you, I believe I can make a difference. And I wondered yeah. if there was something something providential about that. Did he did he feel like like he'd been selected for this role, given what we were just discussing, the larger picture of faith? I think he did. I think he, he always did. Um, I think he you know, I, I've I've said before and I wrote in, in here that if you want to understand Ronald Reagan, you have to understand that everything about him bounced off the fact that he was the child of an alcoholic. And I've read a lot about children of alcoholics in order to try to understand him better. And, you know, he really embodied the idea that I am not going to fall down and fail like my father did. Um, I mean, his father couldn't keep a job because he would drink it away. Um, And so I think my father always had an, an idea that he was put here for a purpose, for a bigger purpose to make a difference in this world. And, you know, a lot of people have said over the years, and I'm sure truly believe it, that he wouldn't have been president. He wouldn't have reached those heights without my mother. I don't believe that. I mean, she certainly was very helpful and, and was right. his partner. absolutely. But I think he was always destined for that. I felt that as a little girl. I remember as a little girl, I think I wrote about this in, in here. I remember as a little girl learning about Abraham Lincoln being shot and thinking and being getting scared because I thought my father's going to be president one day and he might get shot. I told almost nobody that I told one friend that. And when my father got shot, that friend called me up and said, you kind of predicted this. Your relationship with your mom was fraught. 
Uh, mm-hmm. To your mother at the end, you write this. I kept wondering what our lives might have been like, what you might have been like if our family hadn't been broken into pieces so long ago. For those who've not yet read Dear Mom and Dad, they might think that there was that there was one juncture, one break point. If there were, it's lost on me. It did. It just seemed like it was an accumulation of things that yeah. caused Patty Davis to say our family, frankly, like a lot of families, was broken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, I likened it to that to that phrase in the that passage in the Bible about building a house on rock versus building a house on sand. Sand. Right. Passage I like to do with faith. But families are like that, too. You know, if you build a family on no foundation on sand, that's what you're going to have. You're going to have something that that crumbles every time the wind blows and the storms come. Um, And. But, you know, what I also write about is when I look at my home movies or I look at old photographs when I was quite young, um, before six, when my brother was born and, and it was just the three of us, my mother does look like she um, embraced the idea of motherhood. She, there is tenderness there. There is love there. There is um, joy in being the mother of this chubby little toddler, right? Um so, but it, it fractured and it fell apart. And I, I think I've described us as America and Russia just sort of locked in this cold war. And I, I remember thinking when I was a little girl that I had lived, I don't remember what language I used, but I remember lying in bed as a young girl thinking, I've known my parents before, like in another life, like this triangle has gone on before. And something went wrong with it and I don't know what but it's being played out now like I said I don't remember what language I use but I remember the feeling there's there are many points in the book where you return to the old neighborhood actually old neighborhoods this is something that we have in common I love going back to the street where I was born and raised uh, mine kind of looks the same from your description in the book. Yours apparently looks nothing like it because everything's been developed. As a matter of fact, I happen to know a guy who bought your old house or one of the two of the old houses and put up a mansion. He's the the, the Jersey guy. I'm not going to huh. not, you know, he's he's the athletic guy. Um, but I, I wanted to ask Patty Davis. Okay, why do you? Yeah. Why do you go back to go the ahead. old neighborhood? Oh, um, it stirs up memories for me. It's so interesting because when I walk on those streets, particularly the street where we, uh, the General Electric house was built, which is no longer there. Now it's a huge mansion. But um, it's so interesting because I kind of, I, I kind of walk there in like a split screen in my mind. I can see it how it was and I see it how it is, you know? But those memories are so close to me. It's the, a split screen is the best way that I can describe it. And then if I walk up on the hill behind our house, that pretty much looks, well, it looks the same except, except the top of it used to be our kite flying hill. And now there's a, now there's a house up there. But uh, a lot of it looks the same, you know. So it's just, I don't know, it's just returning to those memories and sort of feeling those memories brush past me. A final subject, and thank you for being so gracious with your time, and I, I promise not to give it all away. You've referenced already going 
going through a dark period at Northwestern. You went through a dark period as well in the mid-90s, and you say that it was your dad's Alzheimer's that were your life raft, that, that, there was, that when he went into that stage of his life, it was oddly a saving grace for you. Will you speak to that in 60 seconds? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I um, I had gotten divorced. Then I gotten into an abusive relationship. I did what I'm prone to do. I ran away. I thought I'm going to run away to the East Coast where I knew nobody. Um, and I sold my house at the bottom of the market. I lost pretty much everything. And I just, I was exhausted emotionally. And I felt like there's no why am I here? There's no reason for me to be here. No one will miss me. I kind of got back. I was sort of that 19 year old girl again, you know, not with the razor blade, but I mean, I was in that mindset. And at that time, my father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and I thought, okay, if he, and wrote his letter to the country and to the world. And I thought if he can handle this with so much grace, I need to be here for this. I want to be here for this, which means I have to grow up. I have to let go of whatever is wounding me and I have to step up and I have to be present for this. And I want to be present for this. So in a way he, he kind of has saved my life twice in my life. On that note, thank you so much. Thanks for writing the book. Thanks for your willingness to come by and, and be so gracious with your time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a book that'll speak to everybody, by the way. R's, D's, Independence. It's really a book about life more than it is a book about the Reagans. At least that's what I thought. It's called Dear Mom and Dad, and Patty Davis is the author. Thank you, Patty. It's nice to make your acquaintance. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. Me too. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen to the Michael Smirconish program weekdays on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 and anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.